0: Hello, I'm Sebastian Strauder, and today I'm speaking with Paul Watson about an upcoming series, uh, which he will be doing. It's a podcast about the history of Christianity, and uh, Paul's going to get into some uh, various details about Christianity. Um, what's it about? Um, what's it focused on? What does it mean to be a Christian for us today? And what did it mean in the New Testament to live as a Christian? Paul Watson.
1: Hey. Hey. How you doing, man? I'm doing fine. How you doing? Doing well. Good to hear from you. You too. Yeah. Um, So this show, I I, I wanted to do a little, um, I guess, a little introduction to to this show just in terms of sort of setting out what its purpose is. When people hear, you know, quote unquote, church history or, or Christian history or whatever they get a little bit bored. I think the eye is glazed over, um, but it's fascinating history. And I think not enough Christians um, know it. Um, not enough Christians uh, can, you know, find the major reference points and in, in, in the story of how we came to be where we are now. Um, so that was kind of the idea of, of the, the show it was getting people a little bit more familiar with the long story of how this developed over time. Mm.
0: Hey, you know, I have a, a, a question slash comment. Yeah. Um, a lot of people, when they read the New Testament in particular, and they read about Christians and, you know, how Christianity came about, um, you know, how Jesus lived and then how his disciples lived after him. They think of it as something uh, that they are detached from. Right. Something that, you know, is just part of an old book and an old way of life. Um but uh Christianity applies to us today. I mean there are many of us who who call ourselves Christians right. in this day and age. Do you plan to sort of uh, highlight some of those those uh similarities things that we really need to think about as far as bringing over and living
1: today? Oh absolutely because um, what you find when you when you get into the history is um none of the problems that we see today are are new. They've all come up in some form or another. Sometimes they're in a little bit of a different uh, outer shell, a little bit of a different cloak, Um, but really uh, you see a lot of recurring themes and a lot of the same uh, cycles over and over again in in church history. Um, But uh, So you you can make endless applications from the past to to today. and it's also it's also cool though to go back not just to look for you know things to watch out for in the church today because there are plenty of those yeah um, but also you can see all these examples throughout history of um, people who took courageous stands uh, mm-hmm. for their beliefs people who um, stood up for their faith when it was uh, unpopular or illegal even yeah. and um, you know uh, people who uh, made serious sacrifices some people even giving their lives. Um, these are stories that we should know. We should at least be aware of. Um, so, yeah, that's the, that's the whole idea. is I want to get people a little bit more familiar with how we ended up in this wacky 21st century world of religion that we have.
0: Right, yeah. right. You know, I, I, um, I think, you know, when you look at sort of the landscape where they lived back then and, you know, the fact that Christians were, were persecuted and, um, and, you know, the, the, the age of miracles and all of that, it feel it can feel different to people, yeah. Um, than what we're dealing with today. But like you said, there are a lot of similarities, at least as far as uh, the the overall atmosphere and the environment. When I mean, we deal with with persecution in certain ways in this day and age, um, and uh, we don't have miracles, but there's certain things where you should be able to identify a Christian. Right. You know, I was at a gas station one time, and I walked off in there to uh to you know uh, pay for my gas because it wasn't at the wasn't at the pumps as it is uh, these days, so right. that gives you an indication of how old I am. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, I went in and I was paying, and uh, the guy looked at me. He said, "You know what? I think you're a Christian." I hadn't said anything to him other than, "Hello, can I pay for my gas?" You know, something like that. And uh, but he said he said that he thought I was a Christian, and uh, yeah, I was really uh, puzzled by that yeah. until I realized, you know what? I think he was watching me because I was I was outside with my family and I was talking to them a little bit. And and we should be able uh, we should be able to show ourselves as a Christian by our demeanor, by the things that we say. Um, you know, a lot of us say "Lord willing" and things like that. Yeah. So there's different um, ways that, that you can be identified as a Christian, and, and certainly some similarities in what they had to do back yeah.
1: then. Well, and the other the other angle on this, the reason for knowing church history, uh, of uh, for, I guess from the other side, for people who maybe aren't Christians, is that. This story does isn't just about um, Christianity and and faith, although that's a big part of it. It it has tendrils that affect everything um, that we know, our whole culture, um, the the history of, of this country, and and the Western world, and right. uh, and then uh, you know Eastern Christianity is a whole different thing, and so. Um, you know, there are boundless, uh, endless ways that, that this story affects uh, the life that we live today, um, regardless of whether you're a Christian or not. So it, mm-hmm. I think it's in everybody's best interest to know this story. Um, yeah. And,
0: yeah. Oh, you know, on, on that note, it's interesting because I've always thought about that, the fact that this country uh, was founded based on Christian principles. And um, when you when you look at some of the questionable leadership we've had over the years, the fact that we're still standing,
1: that there's a miracle, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, again, it's like you if you if you look at this history long enough, you'll see uh, the the cycles repeat themselves over and over again. There there's uh, pretty much endless parallels you could draw between the old Roman Empire that Christianity was birthed in, um, and uh, in the United States. Now, of course. There are a lot of very serious differences as well yeah. that you could obviously point out, uh, and you know a couple thousand years separating them. But um, there's a there's a reason why Christianity came about in the specific time that it did, um, um, and that from that time two thousand years ago, the ball has been rolling downhill ever since, so to speak, in a good way, accumulating, Right. Yeah. Um, but it, but it builds on itself and becomes more complex as time goes on. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so I'm going to ask you a, a couple questions. Um, okay. Uh, first of all, uh, what benefit would you
1: like uh, for a Christian to get out of listening to the podcast? Well, and, you know, we're going to start, obviously, at the beginning, so we're going to cover first century stuff first, um, and that'll be the first handful of episodes here. Um, what I really want Christians to take away as we, as we move through this history and um, really try to cover the basics of the story is, again, look for uh, how, how did the first century church specifically, because uh, that's what we'll be looking at first, respond to uh, false teaching. How did they determine uh, what was sound doctrine and what wasn't? Um, what did their assemblies look like? Where did they where did they meet? What did they do when they met? Um, uh, what did their leadership look like? How did they go about selecting their their elders? Um, I mean, you, you look at all these patterns that are applicable today, um, and then what you find as the history progresses is that uh, there are certain situations that will pop up where um, it seems like the Bible doesn't really give clear guidance, and that's usually a sign that we've gotten off the path somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. Like if there's a situation that the Bible doesn't address, and we're like, "How are we supposed to contend with this?" Right. It's probably a good sign that we we messed up somewhere back in the past. Mm-hmm. So you'll see that over and over again in church history. Is that uh, especially once you know once you get into the third and fourth centuries where um, the hierarchy and the structure of, of the leadership of the church starts to really change. Um, the, at that point, there will be no reverting back to the, to the way it was mm-hmm. before because this ball is, has rolled so far yes. down the hill already. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, again, it, it, we can use it as a kind of canary in the coal mine, right? It's a warning. Right. And it's also a, a mine of examples of, of great people of faith. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that a lot of times it's easier for us to know how to respond in high-pressure situations. We're called upon to defend our faith yeah. or uh, something like that. When we, we, we've looked back to history and we've seen examples of people who've been in that situation, mm-hmm. who've done that, um, it helps us to know where we come from. Right. So, yeah.
0: Okay, good. So now what benefit would you uh, say that a non-Christian will get from this?
1: Uh, I I mean I think that uh, for non Christians as well it could be uh, just as as beneficial, uh, without being too snarky. Um, the, there there are a lot of opponents of Christianity in the popular culture who make a lot of arguments about the history of Christianity without being very well informed about it. Uh, but there, what I'm trying to point out is uh, there are multiple perspectives on these things, and oftentimes I think Christian history gets hijacked by non-believers, and uh, inevitably the worst stuff gets pulled out. And to, and to that end,
0: it, when you when you think about you know false doctrine or, or false teachers or whatever, there's, there's clearly going to be people who believe that they are doing something in the name of Christ who, right. who really aren't. Right. And I, I think that's one of the, the points. And and uh, a lot of non-believers, they want to throw it all into one pot, right? And just because you say it's from Christ, they say it's they want to believe it's from right.
1: Christ. And so for for the non-believer, uh, if you happen to stumble into this podcast, which I hope you do, uh, it's it's an opportunity to to hear from the horse's mouth, so to speak, to hear from somebody who is a believer. Um, give what I'm going to try to to put out as a uh, as thorough and um, complete a summation of the history, and I want to be clear that this will be a summation of history because I don't have time to, to do deep dives on on all these subjects, but I'm going to try to cover everything that's that I feel is really important mm-hmm. in, in the story. Um, how did we end up with, uh, you know, at least 50 different churches in every town and uh, a different denomination on every street corner and um, You know, how did we end up with so much contention in the Middle East between Christians and Muslims and Jews? And, uh, you know, how did we uh, how did the the broader world of religion come to take the form that it that it's taken? Um, And you can find all those answers in in the story of the history of the development of, of, of the church. So all right well thank
0: you we'll we'll be looking forward to that paul i appreciate you taking a few minutes with me here yeah
1: no problem i uh i'm excited about this uh i'm a big history nerd so it's been really fun for me getting into some of this material and uh excited to put out some cool episodes for you guys i hope you like them. all right great so we'll be looking forward to the history of
0: christianity paul watson all right awesome thank you